Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Friday of Memorial Day weekend. Oh, my God. It's summer already. I have a summer episode that I'm cooking up because obviously we need some mantra or North Star, but this isn't it. This is just a fun episode about girlfriend perks because I said something on Instagram the other week and everyone was like, wait, I totally do this. So we're going to get into that in a second. But oh, my God. I'm on my book tour. I'm currently pre-recording this because I'm currently in San Francisco. It's Friday. So hopefully by the time you're listening to this, I'll be in the marina with lots of you cuties signing books and uh, eating blue barn salads. Oh my God. I I literally love San Francisco so much. You guys, I could cry. I'm going to, I'm going to, Chloe's coming with me to this leg because we're going on to Bottle Rock and I, we're only in San Francisco for like 12 hours, but I need to show her all of my spots. Like I need to take her to Blue Barn. I need to take her to, um, uh, loving cup. I need to take her to just all the places. I I truly can't wait. And then we're going to bottle rock, truly my favorite festival ever. It's just so low key. It's so fun. So much good wine, so much good food. It's, it's more like a, if you've never been bottle rock is a three-day musical festival, musical festival, music festival tanks in Napa. And it's more of a food and wine festival with like some music in the background, but the music happens to be really good. I just had the best time last year and I can't wait to go again. And I, you know, one might think that after having traveled so much, I should just chill the fuck out in between all this insane travel and book tour and all that. But I'm just like, I love life, man. And I was like, well, I'm going to be in San Francisco. So really that is God telling me to go to Bottle Rock. So that is my plan. I'm sure by this point in the book tour, I am filled with gratitude and also kind of tired because lots of lights, but I'm just, I'm so, I'm excited to meet you all. I'm just excited to be out there because real life is better than everything. Uh, I went to a cool InStyle dinner last night. So InStyle has a new editor-in-chief, Sally Holmes, and um, they hosted a cool dinner at San Francisco. How many how many times am I going to say cool? Okay. You know I'm tired when I repeat the same word over and over again. It's actually obnoxious. Tink, stop. Okay. The dinner was at San Vicente Bungalows, which is a private members club in LA. I used to go a lot, but I don't really go that much anymore. It's very pretty in there. They make you put a sticker over your phone when you go in because there's so many celebrities in there. If you're not a member, if you're a member, they trust you to like not snap pics. But anyway, I digress. Um, So it was cool to celebrate her. Obviously, I, I love celebrating anything in publication, anything in, you know, writers, journalists, anything like that. So it was very cool crowd and nice to meet her and congratulate her. And, um, I took LJ, my stylist, because 
the invitation says to bring someone who's helped you like reinvent or reimagine yourself. And she really has. I love working with her so much. I feel so, I just feel we get each other so much and we work so collaboratively with her together and I've just had so many events and she's just a rock star crushing it. And I send her weird inspo. I'll send her like a picture of a tree and I'll be like, I'm inspired by this. And she's like, got it. And that is the type of woman you need in your life. Okay. That is the type of woman you need in your life. And I just, I, I love it. She's just fantastic and really get me gets me. I wore a coach dress. Talk about reinvention. I, I'm like obsessed with coach right now. This dress was so cute. And I honestly love a lot of their bags right now. They're killing it. I love their women's wear. Okay. So today I want to talk about when a guy is getting girlfriend perks, but not committing because there was a question on AMA and it was like, he's like, why do guys stop getting like being non-committal, but they, they still want the girlfriend perks or something like that. And then the absolute fire hose of DMs that I got after that being like, wait, this is so me right now. Or like, wait, I'm doing this with a guy and it is not good. Okay. That is called having your cake and eating it too. Okay. Let's explore. How do you get yourself into this and what does it feel like? And how do you get yourself out of this? So essentially what I'm talking about is like, you're seeing a guy and he's getting all the perks of having a girlfriend. So what does that include? Um, regular sex, maybe like sex without a condom. Let's just go there and say it. Um, he's texting you all the time. You guys like cuddle on Sunday mornings and like have a great time. Um, he like whines to you. Maybe you do nice things for him, whatever, but he's non-committal. This is different, and I want to be razor clear here, razor sharp, laser clear, whatever. This is different from when you're just starting to date someone. If you're just starting to date with someone, it feels good. You're not you're not feeling any any type of way. That's great. You're just in the early stages of dating someone. I'm talking about when you are fully giving a guy the girlfriend experience, but he's like, I'm not really ready for a relationship, or like, no, like I just like I'm not, you know, I'm not ready for a girlfriend right now, because. Apparently, a lot of you are in that situation. And that's fucked up because there is a mismatch in where you are. If you are in a place where you're like, wait, I really want this guy to be my boyfriend. Like, I love treating him like my boyfriend. And he's like, no, I'm just like, I'm not ready for a relationship yet. That means he's not ready for a relationship with you. And sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Sorry to be like Miss Debbie Downer. But if he's saying like, I'm not ready for a relationship, but he's acting like he's in a relationship with you apart from being exclusive or committal, he's never going to date you. That is like hookup box 101, right? Okay. So how do you get yourself into this? Honestly, guys, I'm sorry, but this is why box theory is so important because the number one way you get yourself into being a fake girlfriend situation, like a girlfriend st stimuli is that you're in the hookup box and you refuse to admit it. So it's like, it's hookup box denial and this is what happens. Let's let's play a little scenario out in your in, in our heads, okay? You match with a guy on Hinge. You're excited. You maybe maybe you reverse box theory him a little bit, okay? Maybe you look on his Instagram. You see that he has a nice brother, a nice mom, a nice dad. You see that he has friends. He went to SantaCon this year. You know he has some random job in sales. You're like, great. I would love to date this guy, okay? You go to a date in the West Village with him. Maybe he picks some random shitty bar and you're like, wait, I've been to that random shitty bar. This is amazing. You go to the date. You have a fine time, okay? 
But in your head, you're like, wait, that was like a good date, wasn't it? Question mark. You can't really tell because you had two vodka sodas and you're like, yeah, I mean, he's cute. He's like really tall and like he likes sports. So like, yeah, okay, okay. He doesn't text you for a week and a half. Then he texts you again. You're like, oh my God, oh my God, okay. We're back on, we're back on, we're back on. You go out with him again. You know, it kind of plods on like this, plods on for for a while. Like you're clearly in the hookup box, but you're like, no, 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 he likes me. Okay. Then you guys have been seeing each other for a while and he's like, oh, like I can't really come without a condom. Like, can we do it without? And you're like, well, I have been seeing him for two months. And by seeing him, I mean, You've gone to one dinner, a handful of drinks and met up out when you're drunk. And you're like, I mean, I guess like maybe this means we're getting more serious. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. So then you do it. So then all of a sudden you're having, you're hitting it raw. Okay. And you're, you're trying to make yourself feel calm. You're like, yeah, I am a cool girl and I am seeing this guy and he's going to be my boyfriend very soon. So this is fine. Okay. And you guys start texting a lot more and more. So it feels like feels like things are progressing, right? It feels like you're getting closer. Like maybe he's even opened up to you when he's drunk. You know, maybe he's even told you he doesn't like that job in sales that much or something, you know, whatever. And you're like, oh, he's really, really opening up to me. So now we're like three, four months in and you guys text every day. Um, he doesn't really take you to dinner or do anything nice for you, but you do see each other every weekend. And whenever you kind of slyly brought up the, what are we? He's like, I'm just like not ready for a girlfriend. Like, I'm just not, we're not, we're not there yet. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And you're like, okay, well, he's not ready, but we're still, we're still acting like boyfriend and girlfriend. Like every, almost every Sunday, like we go get bagels. We get bagels. Okay. He knows that I like scallion cream cheese. Okay. So what? So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The problem with this is that you think that if you just keep going for a little longer, he's going to date you. And in his mind, he's like, this is a nice casual setup. That's literally the only thought in his head. He's not constructing some evil plan, but he is subconsciously enjoying all of these girlfriend perks without having to commit. He might even still be on the fucking apps because you haven't had the conversation yet because you're scared that if you do, he's going to tell you that he's on the fucking apps. You have to be so mindful of your energy because at the end of the day, it comes down to energy, you guys. And what do I always say about time and energy? You are the director of how you spend your time and energy. If you want to be spending all this time with him and you're good where you are, that's fine. The issue is there's a mismatch because you're doing it because you want something more and that might never come. That's why you need to be so good with where you are right now. That's why you need to be okay with the present. Of course, it's okay to be excited about the future and be like, oh, I hope this proceeds like in a normal dating situation. But if you're just like doing all sorts of things and acting in a certain type of way in the hopes that it convinces him to commit to you. That is like the antithesis of everything that I preach, right? Because you're, you're basically trying to manipulate someone into dating you. 
And per box theory, he's already made his fucking choice. But I think that I'm going to make a generalization here. Everyone hold on to your panties. Women naturally sometimes sink into that, like nurturing, like we want to give, like we want to go to bagels with them on Sunday morning. We want to do all that stuff. We, you know, it's natural. We, we get more into it, but it's like, if it's one-sided, that's not fair. Okay. Especially if you're hoping that it turns into something more and it probably isn't getting caught in this pattern can be so draining too, because it feels almost like a light relationship. Like it's a, it's like a, instead of like a diet Coke, it's like, it's like a diet relationship because it's, you're not boyfriend, girlfriend, but you kind of still do boyfriend, girlfriend things. And your friends are like, no, like, I think he likes you. Like you guys do hang out a lot. Right. And like, you met his friends and da, da, da. but it's like, there's no real substance there. Like it's not deeper. I have been in this situation so many times, so many times. He's basically getting all the perks of a girlfriend without committing. And if that's what you really want, then that's a major problem. It's like situationship purgatory, because once you start acting like that, it's very hard to scale back, right? If you hang out with a guy and like three out of four weeks of a month, you meet up with him late night on Saturday, you sleep with him without a condom. And then Sunday morning, you go get, go get bagels and then you go on your merry way. And then he doesn't text you again until like Wednesday it's very hard for then for, to then turn around and go, no, 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 we, you need to take me to dinner if we're doing this or whatever. Do you see why you can't, you should never do anything because you think it's going to manipulate someone into feeling some type of way about you. That's, that's like at, at the core. Like if I could simplify it, it's be, it would be like, don't do something because you think it's going to make him like you more. Because that's what it is, right? Ultimately, and look, I've been there. This is a no judgment zone. Do you know how many times I've been like, yeah, we can have sex without a condom, like earlier in my life, like, please be safe, all that good stuff. I've been like, yeah, like I'm a cool girl. Of course, of course we can have sex without a condom. Him because he wants to get his rocks off and me because I think my stupid ass thought, well, if I do this, maybe he'll view me as a girlfriend. He won't. He'll just view me as casual sex that he can get raw anytime he wants. I've said raw a lot in this episode. Okay. Every time this is a sidebar, every time I want to do an episode about like sex or like something embarrassing, or I know I'm going to talk about like hitting it raw or whatever. I always do it at home because I can't like look my producers who are both men in the eye, both married men. I just, I can't be in the same room as them. So then I come home and I do it on zoom and then I, I black the screen out. I, I do no camera. So I can't feel their, their judgment. I'm sure you guys get it. I feel like everyone else has like you know, producers that are like their girlfriends or whatever. And, and I'm like, I, I don't. And so every time I've said hitting it raw to you guys, just know that there are two married men staring at the screen, just, just looking at me, just trying to process. So I do it for you guys. Okay. I do it for you guys. I guess that chip is honestly sailed given that the fact that I literally wrote about a sex position in my book and detailed sex details, which Let's be honest. My mom is going to read. I've asked my dad not to read the book. I don't know if he will or not. I just like don't think that he needs to read about the finisher. You know what I mean? Like of all the things he needs to read about his little girl, like probably not her favorite sex position. Um, but, you know, maybe he'll, hopefully he still gets a gets a copy. Hopefully he, he just puts it on a shelf. Trust that it's good. And we can just call it a day. My second book, I'm not going to include as much sex or talk about sex. But anyway, that's future tripping. So how do you get yourself out of this situation? You're not going to like the answer. You have to break it off because if you are giving someone girlfriend perks for 
three, four months and you're not in a relationship, he's not going to date you. Are there exceptions to the rule? Yeah, sure. I know I'm going to get some email that's like, actually, Tinks, I had this guy, I saw him casually for a year. And then finally, he was so bored that he said, fine, I'll be your boyfriend. Look, if that's your vibe, go for it. But if you feel like a nagging longing every time you wake up next to a guy because you know deep down that you're not getting back what you deserve, you need to break up with him. Like if you want so badly for him to be your boyfriend and he's just not committing, he probably won't. The only way to get a new result is to change your behavior, right? That is the only way. And so you have to cut it off. Now, this is a classic situation where when you cut it off, it will be like men always come back or their lives get worse because they'll be like, wait, I miss having all those girlfriend perks. I miss having someone to text about my, you know, soccer league. And like, I miss, I miss having sex and whatever. But, and then you have to decide what you want to do, right? Because then you have the power. But you can't just accept that you you can't expect that just acting like someone's girlfriend and letting them do whatever they want is going to get you. Oh my God. You know what this reminds me of also is like, I can't remember their name. So don't kill me in that show. Tell me lies. And those two characters where she was like trying to be really cool and being like, no, yeah, you can have sex with other girls. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. And it's like, but you're not like, I think the sooner we accept that we are not all cool girls, like we're not, that's just not, and I tried to do that a lot when I was younger too. It's like, I just tried to be the cool girl, you know, the cool girl speech from um, Gone Girl where it's like, I wanted to be like, eat hot dogs and remain a size two. That is the most iconic soliloquy of all time, aside from Hamlet. But it's like, I tried so hard when I was younger to be that girl because it's like pick me girl too, right? Because I was like, oh yeah, like, we can have sex without a condom. Like we can, you know, you can see other girls. Like I'm cool with it. You know, who gets everything they want is the girls who are like, I'm not accepting that behavior. I would never do that. And it's like, when you make that flip, which is really what the book is all about, you actually start getting what you want and you get, start getting treated how you deserved. So don't let him have his cake and eat it too, because it's not going to get you to where you want to be. It's only going to diminish your self-esteem and make you feel frustrated and tired and yes waste your time yes that too okay i hope everyone has a an absolutely fantastic memorial day i can't believe that i'm going to meet so many of you this week i can't wait to recap that i hope i see a lot of you at bottle rock happiest place on earth if i look drunk it's because i definitely am and i will see you back here on monday for a very special mailback episode I know that you guys write a lot of emails and I love them and I read them all. And so I finally wanted to do a fun mailback episode. I pulled out some really, really, really good ones. Um, so I can't wait for you to hear it. Until then, I love you. Please, please, please support my book in any way you can. It would mean the world to me. I just, it's my greatest, it's my greatest work yet. My, not my greatest work, but the thing I've worked hardest on, if you get what I mean. So I love you guys and I will see you on Monday. Happy Memorial Day. Bye. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft 
athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me. I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go. And I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024. The spring's coming. And ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code TINKS on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R. H-O-B-A-C-K dot com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS.